This will be a shorter podcast because um, it just touches on some questions I received over the last week, which I haven't had a time to respond to in person. But um, the questions relate to the following: we've had a, we've had some very capable candidates who've applied to Booz and um, Monitor Group and Deloitte and were declined, and they were very disappointed. Obviously, right? You know, do they, does to them does this mean they're not going to get into McKinsey, they're not going to get into Bain, BCG, Roland Berger, and so on? They, they are concerned for their careers, and they're not sure what to do. And before I answer this question, I'm going to tell you a story about one of our other candidates who went through something similar and the advice we gave and why this advice is applicable to everyone. Uh, this candidate is an arguably, I would rate her in the top five. She was, in terms of arithmetic, I'd rate her number one. I've never seen anyone do arithmetic so quickly in their head. I've never seen it. And I asked, you know, how did you learn how to do arithmetic so quickly? Because you don't have a um, quant-heavy uh, master's degree. You, you're basically studying economics and philosophy. And so how did you learn this? She said, well, from a young age, a parent's taught her, and they made it a priority. And I said, wow, that's impressive. I also felt that this candidate was one of the candidates who had natural depth and positioning in her stories. Her stories were exceptional. She could talk in a structured format throughout most of her stories. You know, we guided her through more structure, but she was natu- it came naturally to her. She was also one of our youngest candidates, you know, early 20s from Stanford. And I've always pointed out Stanford graduates have actually done always well with us. You know, we've never not placed a Stanford graduate at their preferred firm. But she didn't get into a... F- she applied to a few firms and didn't get called for interviews. And remember she was telling me, you know, she's very concerned that she needs to rewrite her resume and so on. And I p- wanted to point out something to her that I'm going to point out to everyone else because you're going to be going through this now. When, you're looking at, when you are looking at your profile relative to whom you're applying to, I want you to consider two things, your experience and your track record of academics and excellence. Experience means, you know, did you work as a consultant somewhere else? Uh, Or, for example, if you want to join the pharmaceutical consulting practice, did you work in the pharmaceutical industry for four years and so on? That's the one thing, your your experience. Uh, The second one is your academic track record and your track record of excellence. You know, did you go to good schools? Did you do exceptionally well? And did you live an accomplished life? For example, you know, um, did you go to Stanford? You know, did you go to Yale? Or even if you didn't go to those good schools, you know, did you go to other good schools in, in your part of the world? You know, did you go to ESAD in Spain? Did you go to um, UCT in South Africa or, you know, the Australian Graduate School of Management in Australia? And did you do well? You know, 3.7, 3.9, 3.8 GPAs and so on. And when, 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 when firms like McKinsey, Bain, BCG, and to a large extent, Roland Berger, not all of their offices, but most of their offices look at your profile, they are not looking for your experience. They are looking for your analytical leadership, teamwork, and conflict resolution skills, aka they're looking for how well you did at school. And when this candidate was rejected, I think it was Deloitte that rejected her because an over Wyman, she was very disappointed. I told her, look, I expect them to, to, to reject you, and I think you should celebrate that they rejected you, because if they rejected you, then the odds are pretty good that McKinsey, Bain, and BCG are going to accept you, because they are looking for different things. And yes, she did get you know interviews with all these firms, and she joined the one of her, of her first choice. And so you always remember that. When you get rejected from certain firms, it's because they are looking for different things. McKinsey, Bain, BCG, if, you, if you're younger with less experience, they want outstanding academics. If you're an older candidate, yes, they do want good academics, but they're also looking for the progression in your career. Booz, Oliver Wyman, Monitor Group, Deloitte, A.T. Kearney, they want experience. You know, unless you have an outstanding academic pedigree, 
they want experience. Even if you went to MIT and graduated with a PhD in solid state physics, top of your class, they will want experience over the fact that you are one of the top people in your class. McKinsey will look at you because you, are, you, know, you have outstanding analytical skills. So there are basically three tiers of firms. McKinsey, Bain, BCG, and most of the Rollenberger offices, I would say, are looking for this um, exceptional analytical skills and a track record of excellence. They're not looking for your you know, experience as a consultant because in their minds, no one else can teach you to do what they do. That's very important. That's why they don't want experience because your experience will be irrelevant. Booz, Oliver Wyman, Monitor Group, Deloitte, A.T. Kearney, experience will help you. You have experience in your resume, it's definitely going to help you. And if you've got a great track record, it will help you. With these firms, if you've got a great track record and you lack experience, they may not even consider you. Right? So... Depending on the office you apply to and when you apply to, it could go either way. The engineering consultancies like, like Schlumberger, Alliburton, and there's a whole variety of them, uh, they're a little bit different, right? They are looking for strong academics in their field of expertise. So you don't have to have work experience, but for example, if you're a shale oil gas specialist with a PhD in the subject, they would hire you to join their technical consulting teams, but they are not management consultants, they are technical consultants. They can call themselves whatever they want, but they do primarily technical consulting work. And in fact, a lot of those skills are being brought into McKinsey and Bain, but it's being merged to produce a more um, robust consulting expertise, but at Schlumberger and so on, you're not going to be learning how to uh, analyze companies on their strategy and so on. It's going to be very technical analysis. So when you are making your applications this year, I would say that you must apply to as many firms as you can because firstly, you don't know what will happen. And secondly, you need the experience, right? So even if you're not targeting Deloitte, apply to Deloitte to get recruiting experience, interview experience, right? But if you get rejected, don't read a lot into it. Um, you know, look at your profile and say, you know, do I have a great experience? Do I have good academic background? If my academic background is average and you get rejected at Deloitte, then that's a warning sign, right? But what you've got to do is you're basically plotting a two-by-two two graph here. You're plotting academic excellence and a track record of excellence against, on the other uh, axis, you're plotting a work experience, right? And if your profile fits in the category of a little experience, exceptional track record with outstanding GPAs, you are targeting the top firms. If you have average to weak track record of excellence in academics, but a lot of experience, you may get into, you know, McKinsey and Bain, but only with, you know, if you show an exceptional, exceptional track record in your experience, you know, in the fact that you've maybe worked at a pharmaceutical company or an oil or gas company and you've progressed rapidly up the ranks. But even then, the odds are slim. And in those cases, you may have to do an MBA just to reprofile yourself. But the point is, do not read a rejection the same. All rejections are not equal. They mean different things. And some of our candidates, they get rejected of all of them, and I say, so what? You know, it means nothing. It's not the profile you are targeting. You don't have the profile of Oliver Wyman. Why would that surprise you? Don't be reject. Don't feel rejection from a rejection. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's the best thing you can get because it allows you to prepare for other firms. Remember, an Oliver Wyman interview is very different from a Booz interview, from a Monitor interview, from a Deloitte interview. It, it, but not having to stretch yourself too thin, you can prepare for other things as well. Uh, as always, I'll be happy to take comments and respond to them.